Welcome to Joyfulness Broadcast episode number 16. I'm pretty sure that's an accurate count of the episodes. Thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate it. I hope you're going to enjoy this one. I'm going to name it mm, Creative Joyful Flow. Joyful Creative Flow. Creative Joyful Flow? One of those two. Or maybe something else. <laughs> Probably one of those two. Uh, and yeah, so... Before I was uh, in the shower, I like to like make these sounds and like sing, but a particular type of singing, you know, you know, maybe I'm not really, I don't have the vocals down, <laughs> I don't have the vocals, I don't have the vocal side of it, you know, not a, not like one of those Ed Sheeran singing types, the beautiful, or the beautiful rabbis, you know, it's Rosh Hashanah and we were just uh, yesterday listening to some rabbis sing. And man, it's like they go to singing school or something. They really got those vocals down. It's incredible. It's incredible. Now, I don't have those vocals down, but I do have other talents. I can make sounds. Like, I'm good at trumpet sounds. So, in a, in a little while, tune in, if anything, just to listen to a... I won't, I won't subdue you to the whole, whole shebang of recording. I think it's about nine minutes, nine minutes long. So, I'll just cut maybe... A minute, I think a minute's enough for you. If you want more, then let me know. But for you, I'm only going to give a minute for now. <laughs> Just in case it's not as great as I, I hear it to be. If it is, do let me know. Like, out of genuine curiosity and interest, let me know if it sounds good. But I'll say more about that anyway. Anyway, so I'm good at making trumpet sounds, and I'm good at making, for some reason, very strange, like, almost like shamanic, like, sound bowl singing. So, if anyone knows me, I don't know who listens to this, <laughs> um, but for those who don't know me, I have a sound bowl, which I got from San Francisco, um, now in Melbourne, and I played the sound bowl. I was actually in San Francisco, it's a cool story. I was in San Francisco, because it's going to just be like a flow, flow, flow episode, by the way. I was in San Francisco, right, for one thing, literally for one thing, for this conference that my startup, our startup, the startup I founded, um, it's called Omaniya Protocol, you can look it up, um, does, does, it's, it's not a big thing, <laughs> I don't think it exists anymore, <laughs> but it was a big thing for us, okay, with three uni students, me and my two mates, and I submitted us, uh, just for a little background, blockchain, like, deep tech. So deep tech meaning, like, crypto maths. Like, crypto, not just as in the cryptocurrency, but as in, like, cryptography and stuff. Now, I was not a mathematician, although I did contribute to the, <laughs> to the white paper. <laughs> I knew enough math to know my limits and how to write some equations. <laughs> and we did write a white paper, which is fun. Anyway, back to it. So that's that's the context. I submitted us into this uh, conference in UC Berkeley, and it was a big deal for us, right? Because the biggest names in our industry were there. These people who we're literally looking at their white papers, learning from them. Everything is open source, so we were able to just like really, really basically rely on them. So, we kind of came to the conclusion that would be amazing if we could actually go there, go there and learn from them participate in this conference so i just like let us i, I submitted a uh 
uh, like a proposal and like it wasn't like a big deal deal thing I think it, it definitely was in our industry but I'm not sure if that was well, well known but anyway I submitted a thing and they said like yeah sure you can come and I'm like what <laughs> so I told my friends like what and we're like what and so we had actually maybe been doing the startup thing for about a year now um and and we had one uh, grant so maybe like roughly ten thousand dollars um maybe like eight thousand five hundred exact figure anyway enough to get us to san fran enough to get us to san fran so uh we ended up getting flights to san fran right with the grant money it was a huge deal for us it's the first money i've ever like won or like I guess you could say earned, sort of. <laughs> I mean, there was a competition, we won it. Anyway, back to the important part of the story. Um, we now find ourselves in San Francisco. Very exciting stuff. Therefore, I was there for about a month. My friend was there for less because I was the CEO. So I did the business stuff. I really like meeting people and um, um, talking to people. I don't know if I'd say I'm extroverted or introverted. I have no idea. Um, I like my quiet and solitude, but I also love speaking to people. So I was there for a little longer to like network. And we were there for this one thing, this one event, <laughs> this one event. And I was exploring and this was the time where uh, I had previously that year done ayahuasca and it had really opened me up. It really opened me up to new things that I never knew existed. And I was really in this phase of curiosity and learning about this mysterious new world. Um and so that's what I was, I, I was there for, for business, but really it ended up being like a total sort of like you could call, I guess, an awakening experience <laughs> in the sense that I was learning all these things. And anyway, there was this sound ball event, right? And I went to this event, this sound healing event. It was called Sound of Love. Very, very foreshadowing. The Sound of Love. Uh, went to this event, did, did this event. And at this event, um, it was two days. Oh, sorry, sorry, I went to an open open night and I, I played around with the instruments and I'm like, I don't know, I just feel home here. I feel home. It's called the Globe Sound Institute in San Francisco for anyone's interested. Um, and I was like, I feel at home here. I feel at home. I really want to do a workshop here. So I saw they had a workshop in you know, like a week or something. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to do that. And so I signed myself up for this two-day workshop called Sound of Love. Anyway, only on like before the workshop date did I find out that the date of the workshop, Sound of Love, was on the same day that this conference was, this literal conference, the only reason we came here for. But the conference was over two days, so it was actually overlapping the exact two days. The Sound of Love <laughs> was overlapping the two days, the like out of the whole month, the two days that this conference was on. And I was just like to my friend, I'm just like, dude, like, I gotta go to this thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm not tech anyway. You'll be fine. I told my my other co-founder who stayed at, um, in, in Melbourne with us, and he actually told me, he's like, dude, just go off to your heart. It was amazing. Uh, if you're listening to this, thank you. Appreciate that, man. It really helped out. So he said, go after your heart. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to go do this. You know, they don't even need me. Um, <laughs> I kind of just rationalized to myself. Oh, you know, God, they don't need me. They don't need me. I'll, I'll be in the sound bowl. The tech dude will go meet the tech people and nerd out. <laughs> but I'll be here. I'll be here in the sound sound healing, um, sound love, sound of love thing. Anyway, long story short, I played around with the sound ball. There was this one particular sound ball, um, and ever different sound balls have different frequencies that resonate at a different, um, 
chakra, each one is representative of a different energy center in the body. Let's put it that way. And this energy center just so happened to be heart, the heart being love. Um, and I played with the sound ball and I had an incredible experience. Incredible. It's like I found my voice for the first time. Really opened me up. Uh, I was I was ecstatic. I remember I woke down and I'm like, it's like I've, like, like I, my voice is here. Like, I didn't know it was here before. Hello, voice. <laughs> I didn't know it was here. It was amazing. Anyway, and I ended up getting that sound ball because I was like, I need to buy that sound ball and bring it home with me to Melbourne. And I did. I bought that sound ball. I packaged it twice fold in two different boxes. Took it with me. Took it with me to the plane. <laughs> took it with me to the plane. I think they must have treated me nicely as well, cause that maybe cause I was in business class. So it was a very awesome experience, very awesome experience, <laughs> on in business class with my um, with my dad's uh airfly miles. By the way, not not our company money. We couldn't afford that. <laughs> so thank you, Papa, for lending me a hand when I needed it. Really appreciate it, and letting me experience the extravagance of a business class, which is very nice, folks. By the way. My highlight, food. <laughs> the food. Uh, at that stage, I did like the feeling of superiority. Um, so, I, I, But the main point of it was the food. Oh, my goodness. It's restaurant-quality meals. My friends, geez. If you have the money, why not? Go for it. Enjoy this life. Um, have that food. That food is incredible. Amazing. Best vegetarian pasta I've ever had. It's on that plane, business class, to San Francisco. Anyway, so what was I talking about? I honestly have forgotten what this episode is about. Either way, what I'm about to show you is a little clip of uh, me just jazzing it with um, with my trumpet sounds. Oh, that's what I was talking about, shamanic sound singing. Right, so after I came back, um, I then started singing with a soundboard with friends, and friends really liked it. And it was actually one of the funnest things to do is to sing sit, sing with a soundboard with my friends. It was amazing. We'd have incredible group experiences together, like amazing 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 and i don't know everyone who does a soundboard with me tends to always say it feels amazing <laughs> and they always come out of it feeling really good i guess i don't know what that whatever that is whatever that is but um what i what what is really interesting is that i actually had like i don't know there's this like shamanic sound i kind of found in me it's like this almost you could say like an inner shaman I kind of imagine it as like a sort of Native American type of like shaman. Just those sounds, I don't know, for some reason reminded me of that. They remind me of that Native American like stuff. So it's pretty cool. Like they come out of nowhere. It's not English sounds. So the, so, oh, there you go. That's what I was talking about. So the sounds I'm good at, uh, trumpet and like shamanic type singing, which isn't really English, but it's like really like ancient and it's really cool i mean i think of it as ancient i don't know maybe that's just my perception but i don't think so i have a sense of it i have a sense for of where it comes from um but i think i've made this long enough if we go back to the episode joyful creative flow <laughs> the, the whole point of this just to contextualize is to just you know maybe two years three years ago i wouldn't ever be able to do this just jazz around with a trumpet sound like it's impossible. But what I want you to hear from this is maybe not even necessarily how it sounds, but just notice the freedom of it. So notice the essence. And notice the essence of freedom that comes from this. So this is this little recording is coming towards the end of it. 
um, I'll share a bit of it, and I just want, like, I want, I just, that's what I would like to convey, and so joyful flow is that freedom, it's that freedom of instance, and I can talk about it, or I can just get you to listen to this trumpet sound, which to me represents the essence of joyful flow, so enjoy that, and I'll see you after that one. into a podcast episode so if I do I'm just gonna say some words that was just a trumpet play of course there was no trumpet I was the trumpet now I want to this is a call joyfulness broadcast I want to share that such things are very easy and fun and I hope it sounded good <laughs> okay enjoyable on your end because it was very enjoyable on my end and I just have no idea how this actually sounds however it sounds it's very fun so you can feel free to leave in the anchor voice memos wow what an amazing trumpet solo (laughs) or you can be like what was that (laughs) what the hell was that either way i that would be quite fun that'll be quite fun but i want to share that because it's very easy to do such things maybe you could sense the flow of it in a state of joy uh, I can do things that I couldn't do before. Uh, it was very difficult. You could maybe say that there's a creative block. 
But when you're in joy, there is no block because there is nothing to block. You're at one with the uh, sacredness of all of life and you kind of just jam with it, just jam with all of life. Um, so when the natural state of everyone is actually this state of jamming with all of life in which there's creative abundance. I mean, quite frankly, is ideas coming at me left, right and center all the time. <laughs> so um, it's more of like re- refusing them, actually being like, no, I'm silencing my mind here. Or I'm losing my mind. I'm not trying to get caught up in ideas um, in business ventures. So let's, let's zip that up for a while. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that. Because it's nice to know that there's, you know, the most natural state is actually your, your most creative self in which you can have fun, you know, if you like doing stuff like that. I really enjoy it. Um, it's really fun. It's really fun, you know, you just lose yourself, you lose the thoughts, you just have fun, just enjoy yourself. And when you're in that state of joy, enjoyment, then creative energy and creative abundance flows naturally. Uh, and you can apply that to every area of life course you know we have all have jobs well in your job you'd be a lot more creative think about it right i mean i'm sure many people think jobs are like business is logical but it's really creative it's really creative having dabbled in it a little bit myself as a uh, startup founder i got enough of a sense of it to see that a lot of it is actually quite creative creative solutions you need you know you say you have a problem and you didn't expect something to happen then what are you going to do? You're going to create a logic sequence board? No, you're going to out spontaneous decisions, and where you go—that's when in those moments when you need access to that creative energy, which will somehow just come up with the best solution for everyone out of nowhere. Where does that come from? It comes from—it comes from the source of life. It comes from that joy. Uh, why does it come from joy? It's because, and why does it come from the source of life? Because those creative solutions that come up for win-wins for everyone. Um, it's it's it, it's at one with with life right so it's interested in what is the best for everyone that's where it comes from and that's where this creativity comes from everyone enjoys a genuine sharing of creativity uh, a, a spark or a muse you know that's the me- most amazing songs come out of that most amazing art it benefits not just the the artist the artist is just the one who whom it's coming from but these creative sparks these creative muses whatever it might be for you they actually benefit all of life. So in a business meeting, it might be something, uh, a deal that benefits all parties. Um, in, in art, it might be something else. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just pulling from strings of experiences. Um, so not, not that I'm experienced making business deals. <laughs> but you get the gist of it, right? You get the gist of it. Hopefully that's making a bit of sense. Anyway, I want to make this little one, all right? Just sharing with you. <laughs> um, Maybe I'll make like a quick brief introduction to this experiment uh, at the start of the, which which means you wouldn't be hearing this. Okay, don't worry about it. Everything should make sense if this is actually a podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I just wanted to uh, show off some trumpet playing. <laughs> um, it, was, it was really fun. I just make, make some notes of my end. You know, when I was caught up in thinking about, oh, I'm recording myself at the start and I was making sounds. Usually they come out very flow. I don't even have to like, in terms of the breath, right? I don't have to actually think about when I breathe. I don't really run out of breath because it just, 
like the breath takes in inhales occur just naturally without me needing to worry about when it happens without me running out of breath everything's just in flow kind of like i'm talking right now so it's all just in flow but when it's out of flow so when there's like uh blocks coming up so the blocks of you know maybe the anxiety oh i'm on i'm like listening i'm recording myself it's a bit weird when that comes up um if it isn't relinquished which in this case it was but if it wasn't then those blocks would remain there and that creative energy wouldn't flow out so we could take this as a lesson i mean this is a podcast so let's take this as a lesson um it's a lesson of what blocks that creative flow of joy is uh, overthinking things or really just any sort of thinking notice that when you're enjoying things you're not thinking there's no thoughts involved so any sort of thinking is great to tell you why it's great it's an indication that <laughs> that the block is present so that's all that's all it's nothing to worry about it's just an indication that the block is present you can just enjoy it as well you can just enjoy it. oh ha, ha, the block is present and then just kind of settle into it you know you could see it as it's, it's part of like um the natural human condition that there might be some in this case anxiety and listening recording yourself like a weird anxious feeling being like oh, i'm recording myself <laughs> but it passes really quickly when you let it pass when you're just kind of like oh screw it whatever you forget about it you forget about it so let's uh, generalize this if a block to for you comes up what you can do is you can just generalize generalizing here uh, just forget about it. <laughs> do you realize that options exist to forget about your problem? Rather than trying to solve it, forget about it and let and trust in that creative energy, creative flow to come up and reveal to you with great clarity um, what the solutions, what the best uh, choices are for that scenario that you're in. Or does that make sense? So like, Rather than trying to solve things, which is the usual way we're trained, forget about the problem and trust that everything will be made clear to you. But after you forget about it, not before. So you have to forget about it. In other words, you have to let it go. Let go trying to solve it. That's another form of forgetting, right? So let go trying to solve it. Just trust that everything will present itself. Everything will reveal itself to you once. And only once you have forgotten about the perceived problem you currently have. Um, now, now that's a doozy. That's a doozy <laughs> because it, it doesn't. It only becomes clear after the letting go. Okay, so things only illusions only reveal themselves after we move through them. So even fear, you know, I don't know if I've said this in this podcast yet, but um, in a mastermind I just made. Um, which you can actually type in Nick Shibanov slash uh, School of Joy, or just Nick Shibanov and then click School of Joy, and you'll see my, the new mastermind I make. It's a donations, it's donation run, so it's a gift that I offer to anyone interested in being their most joyful self. So to be in a state of constant joy, which I am blessed with to to be in. So I share the road to it. And it's up to you to walk it. Um, so. Yes, just a quick side plug. Plug plug that for any listeners. <laughs> um, what was I saying? See, I'm very forgetful. Very forgetful. Right, I think I was talking about forgetting. Right, right, illusions, fear. So, it's only after you walk through it, even though it's a... I, I, I might say, you know, in that mastermind, for example, fear is an illusion. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you all these things. 
it'll make sense, but then you still, sometimes fear still comes up. But now it's less scary, but you still have to move through the experience, and it's only through moving through it, it's only moving through it with, with actually, with courage, because it does take courage, it's only moving through it with courage, that you then experientially find out, not by someone telling you, but through your own experiences, that this whole time, ah, it's been an illusion, but only by moving through it. Same thing with your problems. All the seeming problems, they only seem that way. They're only, it's only, they're only appearing because you're seeing things in a certain way in which those problems are appearing. But if you let go of those problems, you forget about them, you move through them, then it, only then will you experientially see that what I'm saying is true. Well, you only experientially see that there were never any problems. You were just seeing things that way. Um, so if, this, if, this, if there's confusion, that's where it's coming from. It's because you might hear it, but you actually got to experience it to like really click it. Sometimes you can have a click beforehand and like a spontaneous experience occurs <laughs> just by hearing this. I don't know. I have no idea. However it is for you, however it is. Um, happy with however it is and you'll be joyous all the time. So yeah, this has been a weird, uh, weird little, little episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. It's just been a real quick one. I'm gonna make a little quick ones of these. Um, me trumpet play. Um, um, and uh, yeah. So remember Facebook, Joyfulness Broadcast, to keep up to date with the episodes, or just keep checking Spotify. I'm sure you, Spotify has some sort of button to update you of new episodes if you follow it if you follow the joyfulness broadcast just type it in on the search bar click joyfulness broadcast click follow and i'm sure you can set yourself up to be notified of new uh new drops when new sick stuff drops um that's probably the the best way to get notified um because you know who checks facebook groups <laughs> so yeah if you do the spotify stuff and spotify they release the videos really, really fast. That's why I always plug Spotify, because they release it really fast. So get Spotify just for this podcast. <laughs> no, Spotify is great. I have it. It's better than Apple Music. Who said that? No, I did. Okay. And they did not pay me. They didn't have to pay me. See, when you make something really good, no one has to pay you. They'll say it how it is. It's another lesson. All right, but for now, there's enough lessons. I <laughs> uh, hope you enjoyed this one. I'll see you in the next one.